When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you're thinking, I should go for a run today, but it looks like it could rain, Sierra says, save on epic rain jackets. If you're also thinking, but I can't go out in these beat-up old running shoes, Sierra says, save on top brand running shoes. And if you're still thinking, but I'm also busy performing brain surgery, well, then we say, you really should have led with that. Sierra, let's get moving to your local store, like now. Go! Yeah, yeah, what do you want? Beak or jaws, feathers or fur, sharp teeth or feet with claws, whatever's preferred. They'll grant you all last requests to steady your nerves, then podcast the body parts, get severed and served. Bring your weak shit where the wolf and owler. That ain't just a mistake, that's an awful howler. Both of them are known to pull up at your shows, have the crowd witnessing the murder like they rolled in with a gang of crows. Fuck the censorship, let them see the whole thing. They stay dressed to kill, never sheep's clothing. Dark enough to turn the sun to the moon, you'll see nothing. All you hear's a half a puff and a Expect killings, red spilling and flesh ripping Impressive in it, the death bringing his head spinning Just kidding, every word in his song's about two grown men Dressed up as a bird and a dog Guys, you are not going to believe this What's back, Ron? I'll tell you what's back Probably for one week only It's the Wolf and Owl bonus episode! Yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. oh, 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 snap oh, son mate that sweet, sweet feeling of just riding into a bonus episode. You think to yourself, shotgun. You think to yourself, do you know what? Can't wait till next Wednesday for another episode of The Wolf for Now. And then, boom, in your face. This is, do you know what? I, I think this is the best way of doing bonuses because this is truly a bonus. No one knew it was coming. Yeah. It's coming. Yeah. Like a jewel. We, did, we didn't even know it was coming. You sent me a text yesterday going, should we do this bonus tomorrow? Yeah. I was like, let's make time to hit up a bonus. Yeah. And also, you know what? It's birthday week. Yeah, it's birthday week. It is birthday week. By the way, speaking of birthday week, uh, can I just uh, start off by giving a big shout out to Revert, uh, who produced the theme tune on this uh, this podcast, but did us a beautiful little uh, cut up with some little quotes from the from the last year and stuff like that. Uh, you know, he did that. He did that in one take. He did. He did do it in one take. Yeah, he did he's it. an incredible G. Yeah. So um, we've actually he sent me an audio of it. So JT, can you drop that in right now? Welcome to the Wolf and Our Podcast. Rubbish wagon in from Tom Davis inside the rap rap My guy. My guy. Alf Wiedenstein. Okay, 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 first of all, it's Alf Wiedenstein. You are an incredible human being. Crispy creams. I'll tell you, you are so annoying, you're right. This one for the bit about the bit about the bit about why. Wolf on Al. How we do? Wow, well, well, that's revert, man. Yeah, revert. Well, go Big up revert. Um, so thank you for a year, a year of uh... man. Do you know that is apparently 
JT told me or told us like 72 hours, 73 hours now in the can. Yeah. Just me and you talking. Well, he sort of, I guess he added the number of episodes with the number of bonus episodes and that, you know, it's an hour each, isn't yeah. it? It's not. But let me just say about JT. Yeah. He's not only an incredible editor of this podcast, he's an amazing mathematician. Oh, oh he's meant arithmetic is off the chain. <laughs> Absolutely incredible. off the chain. We love you, JT. Happy birthday, JT. It's not his yeah, actual I birthday, think also it? like a shout out to JT. That's what we're doing. We're in the middle of doing that. Yeah, no, no, no. So you're doing a shout out within the shout out to JT. No, no, no. But you you made it. I wanted just everyone just take a second and think. There's yeah. There's some integral people involved in this. We've got sweet sweet swan. We've got the 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 dog JT. Yeah. And then of course it would be obtuse of me not to talk about the guy that I've been riding alongside shotgun. Yeah. Like you know, and that's you, my baby. So it's been an honour to serve with you, sir. This, well, yeah. I, mean, I, I fear that we're we're sort of flirting with the edges of making this sound like a much bigger deal than it is. But okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Um, I'd have ideally have liked to done this one somewhere where we've both got like an ice cold yeah. pint of lager and we just stare into each other's eyes mm. and yeah, like it's the end of like yeah Dawson's Creek or some shit. Oh, lovely. Why don't they make shows like Dawson's Creek anymore? Um, I guess because there's no audience for them and nobody would like them. That's, that's the sort of a guess. Yeah, but no, right. Yeah, <laughs> things like Dawson's Creek, Party of Five. Yeah. There was a time that you, know, you learned everything you needed to know about life off those shows. And now they're just you know, obsolete. They're not here anymore. Mm. No one even knows about them. I don't think you should be learning everything about life from a TV show. Well, well that for me... Most of my education was done watching television. Okay. And you get what? One in three words correct? <laughs> you prick. <laughs> um, how, how sad that I've been turning around. And just... I don't remember anything about Dawson's Creek. I'll tell you what. Yeah. Shall I tell you the only if, thing? Well, I, I think, like, right, like, listeners, write in, right? Because I think our relationship is very much like you'd be Dawson and I'd be Pacey. Okay, I don't, I, I get, I, I'm assuming that's an insult, but I don't really know why. Who is Pacey to Dawson? Pacey, no, Dawson was amazing. Dawson was like the league guy. Yeah, you're saying you're Dawson. Was, you're saying you're Dawson. No, no, you're Dawson. Pacey, um, Pacey was his cool best friend. Oh, I see. Right. Uh, you know, the edgy one who wore a leather jacket and shit. Mm, okay. Um, the only thing I remember at Dawson's Creek, really, is that um, I was watching, uh, what's it called? I know what you did. No, not I know what you did last summer. What was the piss take of that? I know what you uh, yeah, scream yeah, yeah. if you know I what I, I know. you know that yeah, Wayans yeah, brothers, the yeah, Wayans yeah. brothers piss take yeah. thing, right? And I remember yeah. watching it, and listen, I love the Wayans brothers. I did not love that film. Okay, so mm. it, it's yeah. it's one of three films that I walked I've walked out of in, in the cinema. Right? Wow, yeah, so big things, yeah, big. Things. What were the other two? I'm sort of embarrassed about the other two. Uh, no, was it? I don't even think it was. T- I don't even think it was three. It might have been two. The other one that I can remember, and I'm slightly embarrassed about this because I do know it's a good film, is Edward Scissorhands. Why did you walk? That's one of the greatest films. Of I all know, time. I know, I know. I just wasn't ready. I, I don't know what to what say. Do you mean to you. you weren't ready? I just did it's it. I literally, just... an incredible piece of art. Yeah. Okay. How like, how old were you when that film came out? Old enough to know that you're watching something oh, cinematic. Uh, okay. All right, no. all right, fine, fine. Yeah, you could. I'm no. sure. I'm sure that at your age, when you went to watch it, you could see all the metaphors going on, and you realised that actually it was a synopsis about existence or some shit like that. No, but you know I didn't. Okay, I didn't. I thought it might be like some sort of horror film, like a bit like Freddy. No, I, and I think maybe like I was just a bit more emotionally developed at that yeah, time. Possibly. 
Possibly. Yeah, you were just like, oh, I don't get it. It's about a bloke with scissor on it. It's scissor hands. Isn't that unrealistic? Whereas I was like, oh, wow, like, this is about, like, being open-minded and letting someone sweet and sort of, like, judging the man by his soul but not by his mechanical hands. You know, the fact that you're struggling to come up with an explanation as an adult makes me think you probably didn't say that as a child. <laughs> <laughs> Oh God! Just quickly, though, did you used to yeah. sort of like fantasize about sort of something like that coming, like you know, films and shit coming real and, and all that sort of like you know? Have, that I, sort have of I told you? Vibe. Have I told you about about my thing with Moesha? Have I told you about this? No, no. We no. talked about this. So you know Moesha? No, I think so. Yeah. You know the the the, the sitcom with uh, Brandon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I uh, I had a dream that Moesha and I uh, were in a relationship. Wow! Like we were going out. And how old were you at this time? Fucking hell. When was I must have been like I don't know, whenever Moesha was like out, I don't know how old were we, like 16, 15, 16, something like that. Yeah, yeah 15, 16, yeah, yeah. Anyway, I woke up from uh from that dream, sort of convinced I would say for about I, I would say, I would, I would, initially, initially, I would say, it, went, it, went, it didn't get better immediately. Initially, for five minutes, convinced I was in a relationship with her. Then sort of the realise... <laughs> also, then, knowing that you were as, you were as a sad as 15, 16-year-old as me. Yeah, it's it like would have been, listen, it would have been... And a bit of, like, a bit of happiness that you've got oh, a girlfriend. Oh, right, just, like, just, you know, it's the first thing you've got a girlfriend, and fucking hell, she's managed to see through... She's managed to see something in me that nobody I've ever encountered has managed to see, including my family. <laughs> But I could be, you know, somebody that you'd want to spend time with. And then after that, this is the saddest bit, I would say, sadder than sort of thinking I was in a relationship with her. I then, for a short time, became convinced that... <laughs> I'm sort of so I sort of became convinced for a little while that this may be some sort of sign. Do you know what I mean? That... <laughs> Man. I, I, do you know what? I, I, that is the sweetest thing. No, That's but do you know, do you know what that is? That's how stalkers are born. That's how. Do you think you've got? You think you've got stalker instincts? No, but I'm you? saying that's the kind of thing that leads to somebody yeah, being no, a stalker. No, no, mate, look, if you hadn't had the rationality you've got, and probably sort of like you, you've that's the that's the trouble with both myself and you, right? Is that we could flatter it into like, like we're we're both a pair of like losers, right? <laughs> and we have been losers, but well, yeah, we are. We are. We are. We are. It's just funny to hear you say it that bluntly, but yeah, we are. We, let's be perfectly honest, right? We've probably got four. We've had four years of being with, like, winning a little bit. We've had a little taste of success. Yeah, but, but even, even that, even that's been laced with hideous anxiety. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So and self for the majority of our lives, like crippling imposter been, syndrome. But yeah, God, sad losers. Catherine will sometimes turn to me, and I'll at a party, I'll find someone or chat to someone who, like, feels down on their luck or whatever, and and someone like who. My, other people might push aside and think they're a bit of an oddball, right? I love people like that because I, I know that I was, I've been like that most of my life. Mm. Here's what, right? I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna come up with your, um, your brandy one. Do you remember when Greece two? Like, do you remember Greece two? Mm, I do. Yeah. A lot of people think that's like a classic, right? Yeah, yeah. I think it's better than Greece one. But also say, right? better than Greece one is almost everything. But go on, anyway. <laughs> I got obsessed with Greece two. Okay. Obsessed. Right to the point that what, I knew all the songs. I knew. What was it? What was it about it that that? Because I I think for, for men of for, for for men for blokes, 
I find that there's certain things where if somebody looks super cool in the in the film, I think for people like you and me as well, who kind of really would aspire to, to being cool, what happens is, is you see something like that and you really latch onto it. So, for example, for me, right, in Back to the Future, Marty yeah. McFly, when, he, when he's like, when he's doing the skateboarding and all that shit and then like, his mum, he pulls the thing off the top of the, the cart and invents the skateboard in 1954. That fucking blew my mind. I, wa- I wanted to be him so bad. Do you know what I mean? Like it was... Mate, that's so Grease 2. Have you yeah. seen Grease 2? Yeah. I don't, I, don't, I don't remember it fully, so you're going to have so to... So you had a guy called Michael, as far as I remember, right, mm-hmm. who was like this outsider, kind of like sort of like neaky kind of sort of geeky guy, right, yeah. who everyone sort of like, no one fancied him. He was just a bit of a geek, okay. right? And then he became the cool rider, right? He's, he basically learned to ride a motorbike because the T-Birds were sort of like the cool guys. Uh, and then he sort of took them on, tinted helmet, leathers, right, right, right. and everyone was like, who's this fucking... You know, you know, there's like, who's that guy? Yeah, who's that guy? Where did he come from? It's very from? similar to Back to the Future, this. Who's that yeah, guy? Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. In, in my head, right, I went through a process of, like, starting to sort of work out a way that I... <laughs> I could go from this guy who was sort of like essentially in class a lot of people's big sister uh, to being like <laughs> to being like the cool guy who like you know took on sort of the school bullies on his BMX. Oh my god, um, mate! I relate. I relate to this so much. So I, mean, so I used to sort of like train at, for ages on my BMX trying to do stunts, <laughs> right? And then, and then I, I tried to convince my mum and dad that I wanted like an all sort of like black sort of motorbike helmet that mm. I could wear with my bike, yeah. which like which would look insane on a shit BMX, yeah, right? It's absolutely and mental. He, you know that that moment, right, where you think you look really uh-huh. cool, or you know, or you yeah. In the end, I end up with like a sort of full like bike helmet without the visor, right? <laughs> <laughs> And a BMX that I'm not that good on, right? And then I just sort of like turn up to like I cycle to school one day, and I I sort of I blouse out of doing any sort of tricks yeah. or taking on the bullies. But you know that weird thing in your head, right? A film tells you that this guy changed everything by becoming that cool guy. And as a young person, you can sit and watch that and go, "Oh my god, that's probably what I need to do." It's an absolute fucking neek, right? But like, if you were to do that, right? Number one, you'd be thrown off your bike and someone would beat the absolute shit out of you. For like, like, but also, worse than that would be the best version of that, right? Yeah. If someone throws you off your bike and kicks a granny out of you, yeah? Yeah. The worst version is everyone stands going, what? What is Tom Davis doing on that bike? <laughs> on that bike? Circling around doing stuff. Oh, stunts. mate, that, sort of, my, that thing of making a cool entrance is so tragic, isn't it? I think like 0.3% of the population can make a call entry. You, you know, what I, I, I used to, the other thing that I used to do is like, there was a, do you remember when Bad Boys came out? And there was that song on, oh, on yeah, Bad yeah. Boys, Shy Guy, right? So yeah, yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> <laughs> I became convinced that that was my theme tune, right? I'd just be like, <laughs> and I'd have it on all the time. And I'd walk around like with it on my, on my earphones just imagining that everybody I was walking past was also hearing that song yeah just looking at going yeah. like I don't want somebody loving everybody I need a shy guy the kind of guy <laughs> oh my god 
Try to get it on in every club you're oh, in. Oh, well, it's so pathetic. Just thinking everyone's... Do you know, do you know um, Shy Guy? I always think of Ramesh when I hear Shy Guy. <laughs> That's a level up from who's that guy? Where can I get one? Who's that guy? I want a ride and it's cool. There's, there's a picture, right? Yeah. And, oh, man, I could put it up. I'll, I'll have to find it. My sister will have to send it to me. But there's a picture of me when I was going from my Grease 2 phase. Um, and I had my hair done like it and everything. It was like, yeah. Mate, bro, I, think I, I, bro look, I, had the, I had a similar thing. I had a similar thing. I think the... I look really badass, right? Yeah. And I look at it now and go, oh, God. I, I, I had a thing, similar thing with uh, Flavor Flavor at Public Enemy. I sort of like was obsessed with Flavor Flavor's cooler than yeah. Michael from fucking no, yeah, Grease 2. listen, too. but bro, so, so he would wear like... He'd wear this really bright coloured clothing and like a top hat and a clock and stuff. I, I wasn't that brave to wear all that shit. But I did wear one element. I brought like a really brightly coloured coat, right? And I think you've mentioned yeah, it. Have yeah, I mentioned yeah. this? Yeah, I think you, yeah, yeah. And then I wore it into school. And then like a girl that I really fancy just sort of saying, why are you wearing your nan's coat or whatever? Because It's a merciless, man. Yeah. In, in context, that feels so amazing. You sort of think I look like in your head. You think you look like this because in your head, what you're doing is you're layering on all of the elements of the film or the person you're trying to emulate, and you look like that. But actually, <laughs> what you look like is you. Do you know what I mean? It's how I'm, advertising I'm, works for clothes and stuff. I remember seeing The Godfather and then greasing my hair back with like. Remember that gel that used to get like the blue gel? Yeah, yeah. I remember like seeing The Godfather. I was quite young when I saw that. My dad was like, "Yeah, it's a masterpiece. You should, you know, you, you should watch it, whatever." And um. I became obsessed with it and I greased all my hair back to try and look like Michael Corleone. And then I remember walking into school and a kid called Gary Smith just turned to me and was like, would you brush your hair with a pork chop? <laughs> For about a month after now, I was like, pork chop. Do you know what I mean? Kids are, screwed. Kids are hardcore, man. Kids are hardcore. Okay. Should we do some emails? Yeah, baby. All right. Set it up. Uh, once again, thank you to the Swan uh, for... Uh, yeah, for doing the emails. Oh, my God, that was awful. Okay, so this is from Anonymous. Hi, Wolf, Al, and Swan. I'm hoping you can offer some advice, seeing as you've been so good at it in the past. I've been married to my husband for almost... I'm, I put a sarcastic tone on that. I don't think it was meant sarcastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You put some stank on that. Yeah, sorry. Um, I've been married to my husband for almost 12 years, and we have two kids. My husband has always had annoying habits, but since lockdown, they've become more apparent, and now I'm on the edge every day. I literally want to punch him in the face. <laughs> Jeez. I can't wait until his office opens again and he can fuck off to work. She's put that in capitals. Uh, Generally, as you're reading this, I'm thinking this could actually be Catherine writing yeah, it's it. It's so weird that Swan would, <laughs> Swan would write an email and select it herself. Um, I would like your opinion on his irritating habits. Are my complaints justified or should I just let it go and cut him some slack? I have to just say, I don't moan him all the time. I bite my tongue most days, but he's really starting to wind me up. I don't want to get it off my chest. Here's the list in no particular order. They all fuck me off in equal measure. <laughs> okay, first one. He fills the kettle right up to the top just to make one cup of tea every single time. Oh, God, I do this. <laughs> when he brushes this could his, actually be me. Yeah, when he brushes his teeth, he puts the tap on full whack and leaves it running until he's finished. I do both those things. He leaves yeah. lumps of butter in the jam and breadcrumbs in the butter. I no, do, I don't do that. I do do that, actually, but not in butter, obviously, because butter's morally reprehensible. Uh, he doesn't rinse plates before putting them in the dishwasher. Yeah, I do that. He slurps his tea really loud. He doesn't clean the toilet after himself. After a shower, he leaves yeah. his wet towel hanging on the bathroom door rather than putting it back in the bathroom. On the bedroom door, sorry. 
I could go on, but I'm winding myself up just typing this email. Are you guilty of any of these dickhead crimes? I imagine Ramesh might be, but not Tom. He's probably the perfect husband. <laughs> Big love, dog. Well, first of all, fuck you, dog. <laughs> uh, and also, dog, I'm, I'm sorry to disappoint you. Yeah, I, I think I'm, I'm culpable of a number of those different things and more. It's, yeah. I don't know. You know what it is? I, me and Catherine have spent a lot of time discussing, like, look, you know, I've got to say that Catherine mentions these t- to me. She has, look, we have discussions about it. It's not like, you know, I, I think, and I think that's the healthiest thing to do when it comes to talking about, like, these these type things. Because for a lot of us, I think lockdown has just emphasised the smallest of things. Mm. I, I'm, mate, I, most of those and more I'm terrible of, like, you know. I'm awful. Like, and, and, and you know what? Every time I think I've like, like completed a level of like being better around the house, something else cuts in. Mm. At the moment, my, my, the one that like the bone of contention is how do you like, I wash my hands, right? So I'll put water on my hands. Then I'll put soap on my hands. Then I'll wash my hands. Right. Mm. But then what happens is I then get water all over the back of the sink. And literally like that's like, there's a puddle and I don't clean that up. Okay. And then Catherine's like, yeah, there's a puddle by the sink. And she gets really annoyed by that. Right. But I just, I, sometimes I think men, right? Men are like idiots. Like we don't, we don't think about the, like, it's insane when you like, you like, I lived with like mates before this, before I was in like a, the relationship I'm in now. Right. And I look at how disgusting and like how like primitive we were in how we lived. Right. Like, don't get me wrong. I've like, there's like still stuff I've got to work on, but I look at it and think, oh my God, like, when Catherine will say, oh, da da da, and then I'll go, well, actually, no, that is pretty vile, or that's pretty disgusting, or it's pretty fucking like insensitive of someone else. I think I was living with two other people who did that all the mm, time. Mm, I know. And and, like, and, and and the other thing is, like, like, with regards to your email, dog, like, first of all, I, I, did, I did do a couple of those things. Um, what I would say is, um, I, I don't think you're alone in that. Like, like Lisa and I were watching a, I, I can't remember what show it was, but in the show they were making a list of things that irritated them about their partner. And I said, imagine if we were doing that list. And Lisa listed 18 things before I'd even finished the fucking question. I mean, like, wow. she just had yeah, it Catherine's in her locker. Like that. There were just then, things then, that I do that wind her up. Do you know what I mean? Like, did you have a, th- a really muggy thing as well when you turn around? <laughs> like, oh, you're the things that irritate me about you. And then Catherine's like, like what? And you're like, mate, and you struggle to 100%. Name two. I, I can't, I genuinely, I'm not saying this because I, I listen, I, I'm not even saying this to suck up to this one. I would love to have shit. I would love oh, to, mate, have I would fucking, I would mate, love if, to if, throw if I, that in her fucking face. There is yeah, nothing mate. about her that and Same. there's nothing. I just I don't know what I to feel say. like a pathetic. I feel like you know, like when you watch a fucking film and like it's like a big courtroom drama. Yeah. And fucking Kevin Costner takes a stand and makes some fucking emotive speech, and then they the the guy on the other sort of side just looks at his fucking the guy's representatives and shakes his head like, oh, they've got us. Yeah. That's what I fucking feel like every time we get into in that vault net. Mm. And like and, and and the trouble is, she's right. I, I I and then I start trying to pick at things. I've got nothing. Yeah. I've got literally nothing. Yeah. Sometimes I'll try and look for something. And then when you think, and then he's, you know, so she'll do something like, um, I don't know. Uh, she'll put like a, she'll put one of my hats away. And then I think she didn't put that in exactly the place that I took it. From. And I try and find it. I try and fo- like generate an annoyance. And then I think if you say that out loud, it sounds mental. Yeah. You shouldn't have left She's your, hat, put your in, hat away. Yeah, you shouldn't have left your hat out in the first place. Exactly. You consider it prick. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, right. Everything that you're going to have, right. Is a circumstance you've borne yourself. Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. It's like you know, the, the 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 truth of the matter, because that's fucking yeah, that's another thing that annoys. 
It's me saying that all the time. Dog, just be honest with him. Just say that this is this is a th- this like men are men are just fucking filthy fucking pigs. Like and and we should be better at that, but we're not. Yeah. I don't know why. Maybe that's maybe someone more educated than us can jump onto this and sure. and, and say. Uh, Dog, um, what I would say to you is I wouldn't present him with this list. Um, no, 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 no. What I would say to you is these things are being made worse because he's at home. Okay, when he goes when he goes back to work, things will return to normal. We've all been through a difficult situation where we're spending more time than you're supposed to with your partner. You know, you think about relationships, long term relationships were designed in a in a time when you know marriage monogamy all of that stuff was designed in a time when you, we died much younger and we saw each other a lot less so now you're in a situation where we're living longer and now this pandemic has meant that you're you're with each other 24 7 and you can't handle it do you know what i mean it's too much uh, and as tom said maybe like suggest one of them to him get that dealt with and then when you feel like you've overcome that and you're having some good times again, fuck it up with the, uh, the second one on your list and get him to deal with that. And then get him to deal with the third one and gradually work your way through, you know? To drop some deepness on this, mm. sometimes it's not about the little things he's doing. There's something bigger behind it. You think so? No, I know so, because I've done a little fair bit of therapy. And uh, some, some part of it is, like, you could, you, what you'll do is you'll focus. Like, we, we used to have arguments about me not opening the... the uh, bathroom window when I've been for a shower because it would be mouldy and the therapist was like it's not about the bathroom window it's about listening to the things that you've been asked to do and being more sensitive to the other person's needs so the bathroom window is a reason is like the, the, the like is the icing on the cake of like all of the shit that he's doing but actually it's him just being a little bit more sensitive and trying to get you know he's not going to be able to cure all those things but the main thing he needs but, to do but, is but if he knows that he, if he needs to, if he knows he needs to be a bit more considerate, he might think of those things a bit more. Do you know what I mean? Like, exactly, rubbish. Yeah, and that is the truth of the matter. Yeah. Okay, well done. Throwing a little slam to Catherine there. Uh, okay. Next email. This is from The Seal. Uh, dear Rom, Tom and Swan. Uh, absolutely love it. Imagine if it was actual Seal, the singer. Oh, yeah. I'd get a real buzz if he listened to this. Would you? I'd be no, sli- I'd be sli- I think I'd be slightly disappointed in him. Really? <laughs> um, okay. Shout out Seal, man. Yeah, shout, shout out Seal. Your... Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Absolutely love the pod. Uh, please keep up the good work. I'm in a fairly new relationship, and recently I met a couple of my girlfriend's friends for the first time. Uh, at their place for dinner, where we were then spending the night. The evening was going well, but as it got into the later part of the evening, I'd realised that I'd drunk a significant amount more than anyone else, starting to feel a bit pissed. At this point, I checked myself uh, and almost had an instant feeling of beer fear, paranoia, takeover. I think this may have been recognised as shortly after the night due to a close and everyone headed to bed. I need to say in the morning, with a slightly thick head, the fear paranoia was still pretty strong. I remember the whole night, just parts of conversations were a bit hazy. I definitely remember waffling at some points. At breakfast, everyone was lovely, and then we went on our way. But it's a few days after, and I still can't help feeling that I made a pretty desperate and slightly embarrassing account of myself. Had either of you been in this position before? I guess the whole thing of if you don't get a second attempt at a first impression... Sorry, I guess the whole thing of you don't get a second attempt at a first impression is weighing down on me. Much love, the seal. Uh, Tom? Yeah, I mean, Jesus. <laughs> like, Christ. 
pretty much everyone I've ever met for the whole of my life is is like th- th- every time I drink and meet someone new, I have beer fear. Mm-hmm. Like sense. paralyzing beer fear. Mm-hmm. Like the amount of times I've sat in a situation where th- this is the worst thing about beer fear is thinking that you're making a bad having a bad bad account of yourself and trying to rectify that by giving a better account of yourself <laughs> is like literally like jumping on like jumping off a cliff of like self like wallowing in self-doubt like being in a, the same house as like a load of people as well over a weekend of the first time you're meeting them that is ag- having to wake up and look people in the eye over breakfast oh man years and years and years ago i was going out with this girl and her brother would got married right um and i was going and i was going to meet her family a lot of her family for the first time meet a lot of you know friends of the family and whatever and i got so fucking drunk because i thought that's going to be the best way to handle this right mm. it's just getting leathered and just being like you know I, and you know that weird thing of going drunk tom is fun tom right like i will be the guy that everyone yeah you know, and like, as we've talked about before on this stag dudes blah 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 i'm i'm mr you know th- at this point if I've not met anyone like on a stag do and I'm covered in cold, I was like, I'll just get drunk and I'll be, you know, fun time Tom. So I get more and more drunk before the actual, even before the, the wedding, I'm leathered. Do you know what I mean? I've been at the free bar. Then comes the sort of service where I'm sort of, you know, sitting there half cut, stinking of booze, like, but still thinking I'm doing okay. I'm, I'm you know, like this, yeah, I, I could go through the whole ag- ag- and <laughs> agonizing day. But it culminated on the sort of first dance, you know, when like they have the first dance and everyone sort of moves onto the dance floor. I was so fucking drunk. I hadn't really eaten. Yeah. I threw up on the dance floor, right? <laughs> I then slipped in my own sick. <laughs> About three other people fell over oh, my own sick. Oh, no. Right? I was just lying there, like, <laughs> trying to claim that I had food poisoning. I was like escorted to bed, like escorted to bed as sort of like mortified faces just watch me. Like, you know, I woke up in bed alone the next day and the whole wedding party had gone out surfing and <laughs> no one had told me. I found this out by going down to breakfast and someone at the hotel who looked absolutely disgusted at me was like, you know, yeah, not everyone's going surfing. You know, you're the guy type thing. It was like mortifyingly like, that was a moment in my life where I went, like, I have to probably grab hold of this. Mm. Like, this is like, I, you know, because I don't want to be that guy. Yeah. I, I, I had, uh, well, I had a night where uh, I was out with, like, I, I did a book tour. And on the last night of the book tour, I went out with, like, the, 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 the driver and uh, the pub, one of the publicists. And um, I got so drunk. And I was my behaviour was so bad that I didn't drink for eight months after that. I just had a period of like, I just woke up the next day and I thought, I can't. I, and I didn't know where I was going to give up permanently, but I just thought I was going to give up. But the story I want to tell is, I've told this story before, I can't remember where, but I don't, know, I don't think I've told it on here. But have I told you about when I was in Edinburgh and I was like, me, me, I, I didn't have an agent? Have I told you this story? No, no, don't think so. So I was in Edinburgh, the the Festival. And, you know, you're meeting all these industry people. There's somebody that wanted to, like, work with me. And they said, you know, what a good thing about working together to, to do if you're going to work together is, like, uh, you know, just have an evening together and, and, and see how it goes, and, you know, if we get on. So I went, all right. So 
before I went to meet this person, I had quite a few drinks with like a couple of mates. And then I turned up to meet them. And then we had a few more drinks. And I was quite pissed, right? And we, we, I then get up and I feel I'm too pissed for this to really carry on and me to like give a good account of myself here. So I'm going to take myself out of the situation. So anyway, this has been really nice. I'm going to, I'm going to head off. And he went, oh, which way are you going? Where's your, where's, where are you staying? And I said, oh, across the other side of the meadows. And he went, oh, I am too. So we started walking together and we were sort of walking. I'm trying to hide my pissness. Anyway, about midway back to the flat, my flat, I start really needing a piss, like really, really oh, badly no. needing a piss, right? So I'm thinking to myself, I, I don't, there's no bars here. We're sort of out. There's no, nowhere to go, really. And I, I don't really know this guy. I'm sort of feeling slightly uncomfortable. I don't want to go behind. I don't want to say to somebody, this industry person that I'm just meeting, that I'm going to go behind a tree for a piss. Because some people just are not cool about that, right? So I just thought, I'm just going to have to hold it in. So I carry on walking. And then I just start getting really fucking desperate, like super desperate, right? And I'm so drunk, right? I don't know why I thought this is okay. I thought I'm just going to do a bit of a bit of piss to release the pressure. Right? Oh, no, <laughs> Jesus Christ! I genuinely thought my sick story would be the most disgusting thing that we talked about here. So, so I just thought I'm just going to do a little bit of piss, then cut it off, right? Like, and then hopefully. I've just emptied the you tank. You can't. The mechanics don't work like that. Well, I did manage to cut it off, right? So, so, so what happened was I took, I, I pissed a little bit and then I stopped. But then what happened is I became much more desperate than I was before, obviously, right? Because like everything had gone into launch sequencing. Do you know what I mean? It's like, so I'm carrying on walking and I'm just like fucking hell. I was like almost. It was. I needed to piss so much more. I was almost nostalgic for how much I needed to piss before I just done that strategy, right? So I'm carrying on walking, thinking, what the fuck am I going to do? He carries on talking. So I basically, I just thought it was sort of dark and quite wet. I basically decided to slowly piss myself as I was walking along. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That is the bleakest thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> Did he have any idea that you were just I, doing I don't, that? I don't know. because I, I, I don't know because I was so drunk. So I, I, I was just thinking to myself, I'm, I felt like I was doing a bit every now and again, right? Just slowly, slow release, right? Just release the valve, release How the valve. How many pints did you drop, by the way? A lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. So you're like, you probably, what, five pints of urine coming out of you? I guess so, yeah, I, I guess so. So I was walking on, but the thing is, it's the first time it's ever occurred to me, you asking me that question. What do you do if you think the person that you've just met that evening is walking along and wetting themselves as they're talking? Like, what do you do? Do you address that? I don't think you address it. No, so, I think you, so, think you think this person is a fucking <laughs> low level, level psychopath. Like in any scenario, this person isn't comfortable enough with me. To go, like, this person is so inco- uncomfortable with my fucking me as a human being. He'd sooner piss himself than turn around and go, "Got mate, so I'm so sorry." There's a tree there. I, I yeah, we've had twelve pints of lager. I'm just going to go and have a piss. Which which then puts the onus on them because then if they go, "Oh, that's disgusting." That that's them being like that you pissed yourself, <laughs> and you didn't even do it in one go. No, you uh, systematically yeah, pissed it. Like yeah. so, you were like, uh, uh, yeah. I sort of did it every time we sort of finished an anecdote, or every time I'd stop talking, I would do. Well, it. yeah. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Right. <laughs> 
You said you were sober enough, right? You were sober enough to be telling anecdotes and still be selling yourself <laughs> as a comedian, right? You were that sober, yeah. But you were also drunk enough to think that pissing your pants <laughs> in public was okay. Like, that's not even like an accidental, like, oh, yeah, yeah, I was walking down the street and I pissed myself. That's like, I actually think that this... <laughs> I think it's more socially acceptable for me to piss my pants... <laughs> Than it is to to to, to, to be as disgusting as we behind a tree. Do, do you know? Do you know what the worst thing about it was? It's like you know, I I've got no idea to this day how aware that person was of of what happened. What I can tell you is, my flat was first, and as I turned to him to say good night, oh no, there was a bit of steam coming off my chair. <laughs> he didn't give you a cuddle, did he? No, like a TV cuddle. No, thank God, no. <laughs> steam coming off your trousers. <laughs> But we're, work, we're walking pretty hard, fast, so rubbish is a little bit of, like, fucking chafing, yeah. steaming chafing. Burning off a little bit of lactic acid there or something. <laughs> what did you do with your trousers and your pants? I ran in, and I, I, I put them straight in the wash. I wouldn't have thrown them. If I'd have shat myself, I probably would have thrown them. Do you have a shower before bed? Or? Before bed, yeah. I, I'm not a fucking animal. Yes, I did. <laughs> What, do you know what? Do you know what? No, 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 I, no, no, I, I no, no, mean, no, no. No, I think the worst thing about no. that might be you asking me that question. No, 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 no. How dare you? How dare you? You've just told me and all these listeners that you wet yourself on purpose because you thought it was too... Like, I, I don't even know who I'm dealing with anymore. Old school Rob, I'd go, yeah, he definitely shout. There's a part of me that thinks you just lay in bed up. Just in a t-shirt with no fucking pants and jeans on. In your t-shirt and socks. It's like waking a little boy up, at the Waking beach. up in damp sheets. <laughs> oh, my gee. We've got to wrap up now, haven't we? Yeah, we've got to wrap up, my gee. I've got okay. shit to be doing. Well, listen, guys, uh, I hope you enjoyed the bonus episode. We'll try and do another one soon. Um, we're figuring out merchandise. We're pretty close. Um, we're going to figure out how we're going to sell it. And also, we're, we're figuring out probably details of maybe one live event. Oh, yeah. We, li- we literally just... It feels quite premature to, to announce <laughs> yeah, no, that. We, I mean, li- literally something To be fair, have... to I just wanted to say, to say... I mean, I think it's we're, we're going out on a big note. Okay, yeah. Pissgate. I just want everyone as well to say what they think about the Romish. Because I genuinely thought, yeah, I'm a disgusting human being for fucking throwing up at someone's wedding. And you have completely fucking schooled that, my sir. <laughs> Uh, guys, thank you so much for listening. We'll see you on Wednesday. Take care. Peace out. My guy. If you have a problem, opinion, feedback, or anything at all, please email us at wolfalpod at gmail.com. That's wolfalpod at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you, mainly because we don't have any content ideas. Thank you. <laughs>